Well, it's time for our health feature. I did say we're doing something different today. So let me welcome onto the show Bafigile Sidibe, who is a choreographer, dancer, also a yoga instructor. Bafigile, good morning to you. Thanks for coming into the studio. Good morning, Oz Cathy. It's an honor to be here. Finally, I get to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not sure it's going to do anything for you, hey? It's not going to change oh, your life, no. but <laughs> I- I'll take the compliment nonetheless. So I, I was talking about the importance of, uh, you know, just physical activity for one's overall health and, and wellness. Perhaps we can start more broadly there and then come to why yoga, especially for somebody like yourself who's a choreographer, a dancer as well. Yes. So uh, the health issue for everybody else, I feel like it's important because right now we live in a world of chaos, mentally, physically, and emotional. And what we eat is what we feed the body. So especially the stomach carries a lot of emotions. So whatever you eat, it goes into your stomach and the emotions that you carry that's why people don't lose the weight mm-hmm. it's not because they can't it's because the emotions they carry inside the tummy plus the food that they eat that is wrong for the body makes the body not to respond mm-hmm. to the exercises so being a regular exerciser doesn't mean you have to go to gym or you know it, running jogging waking up and stretching the body it actually awakens the muscles it awakens the brain and that is a physical aspect you don't have to really you know, go into an expensive gym just to uglulum zimba. Jay, mm. that is enough for the mind to respond that you are awake. You, you, you're talking about um, the emotions that are linked to food and eating, or even why people are, are uh, struggle with with losing weight. What kind of emotions are those? Like, what emotions come with chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know chocolate for me personally. <laughs> Give me good vibes. I mean, the you know, the sugar level in it. I'm just thinking about like, you know, not the wrong food per se, mm-hmm. but maybe like you know, fizzy drink that is not really good for the body. Mm-hmm. And like too much sugar, well, too much of everything I could say is bad for you. But then there's the body that feeds into the emotion, whether it can be like people who are obese or mm-hmm. going through a lot, they tend to either overeat or sometimes as ballerinas we do not eat so it's two different things so for us not to eat we are thinking that i am too fat so i'm gonna eat paper and then that is feeding into the tummy and the emotions of always looking like you're fat even you are even if you're very skinny is that aspect of emotional bear in mm. the tummy. Mm. And for those ones who are obese and go to binge, they eat everything, whether cake, whether chocolate, anything, even, you know, so that happens that they put so much emotion of self-esteem to say, I'm fed, I'm fed, I'm fed. Even though we don't see the, the fed, but you look, you feel fed because mm. of what you carry in your tummy. So what is it about yoga that is different to any other physical activity that that somebody like yourself has done yoga is a spiritual and body practice mm-hmm. well the mind and body practice because what you feed the brain is not what you feed the mind the brain will tell the mind that you are busy even if you want to rest that is why we get insomniacs people who can't sleep you want to sleep but the brain says you will work working means you are thinking about things about your life when you check time is four o'clock that's when the mind now settles and you have to wake up mm. and then people are like oh i can't sleep i need grandpa i need to have made it made it um so yoga says you need to calm the mind and you need to do a body practice you need to practice your poses 
whether it's um, lifting your arms up and saying a mantra to yourself that I'm beautiful, I'm positive, I'm strong. So saying a mantra and adding um, the, the practice of yoga, which is your meditation, your flow into the body, actually comes you down to say, yes, I've got deadlines. Yes, I've got kids to feed. Yes, the petrol hike. Yes, the food. But I'm strong. I'm powerful. So I'm centering my mind to mm. actually say I'm sane. I'm okay. And and, and, and th- that's the thing about yoga, right? Because it, it becomes more of a lifestyle than it is just about a particular workout. That's At least right. if you really want to derive the full benefits from it. That's right. People, like now in the gyms, they make it a form of exercise, which is power yoga. Yes, that's like a lot of planks, a lot of leg lifts. It's, it, it's got nothing to do with the spiritual um, aspect of it. It's more get your mind going, mm. you know, breathe into the movement, get the mind going. But if you go into the spiritual part of yoga, yes, it is the centering of your mind and, of course, your body. How does one do it? You know, how do you get that alignment, the full alignment of all your chakras? <laughs> I like that. Um. <laughs> where, where do you begin? Because the, the, the reality is that um, we, we're all living such busy lives. And um, yes, you know, it, it's good to, to, to switch off and we want to switch off. But it's so hard to actually switch off. Time. You have to put time aside. Yoga is like prayer. People say, I'm too busy, I can't pray. Time. Set aside. If you're driving at the parking lot, breathe. Calm down. Talk to yourself and say, I got this. Today, I got this. So what I'm saying, find time to go and find a yoga studio and say, I'm giving myself 30 minutes of knowing what yoga is. Read about it at least to know what you're getting yourself into because misconceptions are, are that yoga is voodoo. Yoga mm-hmm. is demonic. Yoga is for white people. So time, read about it, research about it before you go into it. But all I can say is time. So so what's the first thing when somebody comes uh, to your studio and says, you know, Bafikile, uh, out of all the things that you offer, I'm going to be signing up for yoga? Be yourself, let go of your ego, do not judge yourself, focus on only yourself, that's all. Just be yourself, come in, take off your shoes, be yourself. Whatever that I'm going to say to you, it's not harmful. Listen to my voice, listen to the music if you want to. Others even come to just sleep in my classes. Mm. They come with a pillow, I say bring a pillow and and a blanket. They listen to the music and they snore for days. Like that 45 minutes for them feels like two days. Because the music, the way I explain, maybe, I don't know, I also get into a, a realm of a form of spirituality to, mm. to know exactly why I'm talking to this person. There could be 20 people, but one person will respond to what I'm saying to them. And also because I also meditate before I come to classes. Mm. I come to them and I look at them. I'm like, okay, today is not a good thing to lift legs. Today we talk. Mm. Today we sleep. Today we cry. Today we talk. And you find a huge guy that's like an attorney saying, oh, my God, you made me cry or you made me sleep. How did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. But I looked at you and something told me this is what you need to hear today. So I just tell a person, come in. Be yourself. Don't think of anybody. Don't even judge yourself. 
it sounds there. like it's it's your approach to how you run your classes is very versatile. It is because I do. I, well, I, I was supposed to do a vinyasa, which was what I studied. Mm. But when I came to South Africa, because I studied yoga in Singapore, it was so different. Mm. And when I come to SA, it's a 45-minute class with a lot of noise on the sides. There's a spinning class happening, there's swimming happening, there's aerobics happening, and then I'm in the middle. Mm. So how do I bring the peace inside the class with people who've never even done yoga? I really calm them down. So you start in a child's pose. A child's pose is literally on your knees. With You spread your knees, toes together, you relax on the floor, and you really talk to yourself. You really calm down. And the music mm. has the ambiance in it. And what I say to you, I don't know what I do to them. Maybe I'm like, I've got magic powers. But honestly, <laughs> when they come out of a child's pose to start the first sun salutation, I command the class. Mm. And yeah. Let's talk a little bit then about your experience of uh, studying to become an instructor, learning more about yoga, adopting the lifestyle. So I was a dancer in the Lion King in Singapore and married, uh, took my son with me. And when I got there, I realized that things are different. Um, he doesn't have medical aid. So things were just not planned the way mm -hmm. the contract said. Anyway, long story short, um, it was very hectic on my marriage that I couldn't take and I resorted to alcohol. So mm -hmm. I was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Whew, my mother is listening now and then she didn't know this. So don't kill me when I get home. So I became an alcoholic and I think when I was hospitalized with a lot of alcohol because I collapsed at mm -hmm. work and Lion King carries a lot of costumes. We sing, we dance at the same time. Then my the, the girl, the lady that cleans my house just gave me a paper. She said to me, listen, after you come back from vacation, they gave me a four-week vacation to Thailand to just come down. Mm -hmm. And the doctor said to me, you are not sick and I won't give the report of alcohol. You need to go and do something with your life. Just refresh. So I went and then I saw a studio. I'm like, great, a studio. I'm going to do Pilates. I'm a dancer. I need to be strong. And the guy literally touched my forehead and told me my past, my future, and my, and my present. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I swore that he was talking to my family. And the guy said to me, you will do yoga tomorrow morning at 5 in the morning. He taught me how to meditate with just a huge candle he left me in the room for five hours with a big candle. And I said, okay, great. I'm in Singapore. They're going to deport me and mutilate me and kill me. Because this is a huge candle. I don't know what to do. I cried. I screamed. I prayed. Okay, if I get lost today, you must know I, I, I came to dance. But the, the, the journey he took me to, to the waterfall, I mean, he left me in a waterfall and he's like, Meditate. I'm like, on what? What do I meditate on? What, mm -hmm. What is meditation? What mm -hmm. do I do? I sat there. The water was, and I was like, in yoga. Okay, now nyatwasa. <laughs> and then everything. So, so you, 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 you were uncomfortable at the beginning of the yes. process. And you, you're literally thinking about the worst case scenarios. scenarios. Yeah. My son, my husband. And he said, you don't have a husband. And I'm like, I'm married. I've got a ring. And anyway, so what? when I sat there, I could hear voices telling me, Bafigile, Bafigile, what is your name? Mm -hmm. Who are you? We are happy. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for here? You know, I'm getting so worked up about it because it really built me. 
mm. from the inside. Mm. Um, I came out of the yoga course strong, mm. powerful from the inside. And when I came to FA, my divorce was looking at me. And then I went back to zero because now I was like, okay, okay. I forgot yoga, all of it. I forgot it. And then after I almost killed my husband, I went back to meditation. Mm. I sat with that candle. I thought of Palu, my yoga instructor. I, I, I calmed down. I, I connected with Bafigile. I connected with my surname, Sidibe. Sidibe Samizi. I'm water. Mm. I flow. I did my poses. I put all the tensions that I have in my body in the poses of yoga. And I became so strong, mm. so powerful. And when the divorce came, it came smiling. I was smiling. I was ready for it. I was ready to take on the world as Uba Figile Sidibe. And ever since then, I said, you know what? This is my calling. I'm going to conscientize. I'm going to educate. Yoga is not voodoo. Yoga is, oh my God, it's, it's, it's an open world of, of knowing. Mm. And even now, I'm faced with so many challenges. I breathe and I smile. Mm. And I've got two boys that I look up, you know, I look to them. So, yeah. We'll talk about the breathing in in a moment, but um, you know, oftentimes the one of the things that makes yoga so difficult is the silence, right? Needing yes. to sit quietly in silence and meditate. You you talk about having to confront yourself, and some it's very difficult to to because meditation is not only about sitting down and keeping quiet and focusing and staring and at one thing, right? That's right? It's really about what is taking place, place on the inside. That's right. So I make it an umbrella. Mm. I put an umbrella and I always say, imagine the umbrella with balloons. You know those things that stick on the umbrella? Put balloons and put your problems in each of those things. Every time you close your eyes, think of those balloons and pop one, pop and pop and pop and pop and then your mind clears. Mm. Because when you close your eyes, yes, even now I'm thinking so many things are happening but sit down and actually pop this one breathe into it and let it go forget about it and pop this one and pop this one and I'm not saying forget about them mm. pop them to bring that calmness to yourself to say okay all right like I come home and I found my house so dirty my kids know I go straight to the bath by bedroom and I close the door mm. and I'm like okay they know the house they must clean the house and when I open the door They've washed dishes. Mm. They've made me tea. They know that she needs to come down. And it's just there to say, come down and pop all those balloons. You cannot be 20 people at once. You are one. And when I say namaste and put the hands, five fingers to your heart, I always say, you come first mm. and the rest later. It's all about, it's about you. Mm. It's about mm. you. All right, umbrellas and the balloons. Next time, I I want to shout at Levo, and I, <laughs> next time I want to. <laughs> of course, many of you know that Levo is our producer. Next yes. time I want to shout shout at Levo, I'm going to think about an umbrella with balloons. Put him in and a then balloon. I'm gonna pop, pop them him. one by one. <laughs> pop the balloons first before I, I lose my mind. <laughs> Have you tried yoga? I mean, just listening to. 
um, the experience that Bafigile is sharing with us is such a such a deeply personal experience. And um, I wonder what you have found, especially if you practice yoga as a lifestyle and not just as a, a workout. Uh, you can call us on zero double one seven one four. 2006 on the WhatsApp line 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. Uh, I was telling our listeners earlier, Bafikile, that I once tried Bikra, Bikram yoga. Bikram yoga. Yeah. But it was just too hot and <laughs> the heat, it prevented me from centering <laughs> myself and meditating, you know, because every time you had to do a pose, I'm dizzy. <laughs> and then you put Vaseline. And then, I, and then I feel like I'm about to faint. So yoga didn't quite work out for me the way that it's worked out for you. But but listening to you, I feel like maybe I didn't do something right. No, actually my first Bikram yoga, I also went there. I put like lots of lotion. Mm-hmm. I couldn't balance. I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Why can't I get this you right? I was all sleeping over the place. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, but I like in underwear and they're going on. I'm like, okay, I can't go on, guys. Look at me. I also, I was, it was too hot and I was yeah. feeling dizzy. And they're like, please continue drinking water. I'm like, lady, I'm drinking and I'm still dizzy, okay? <laughs> I want you to tell us about some of the challenges that you find um, your clients face, some of the biggest challenges they face when taking up uh, yoga. We'll continue the conversation. Bafigile Sidibe, she's a choreographer, dancer, and yoga instructor. Of course, we're edging up to 11.30, where Dineo Mutawung is standing by with a look at your latest news headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. I've got a message here from Tidi out in the Val. She says, Kath, same as you. Well, yoga didn't work for me, but she's making it sound like I should try again. How often uh, should one do yoga? And she says that maybe I should try again. Um, three times a, day, a week. I think it's best to know at least you're settling in it in a studio than to say once a week. Because Mm -hmm. remember, yoga is not like your functional training where you will squat and lunge and do abs. Yoga is, you get deeper into it. It's like wine. You mature with it. Mm -hmm. So the more you do it, you realize, okay, my body can bend this way and I can hold the pose this way. And you actually get comfortable with it. So three times a week. I would recommend. There are also lots of videos and uh, instructional uh, tutorials that that I see online that people can do in their homes. Would you advise that as well? Yes, because actually I've partnered with a company called Itumeleng Wellness Solutions. Mm. They introduced me to virtual classes during lockdown. Remember, in the gyms, we don't work. So we were introduced and Best Med, ESCOM also came on board. So now they asked me to teach yoga online for ESCOM. Uh, people and uh, best mate they give me you know clients so it was hard at first like how I don't see you I don't know what your body's like I don't know how you, mm. you know I, I, maybe you could be even sitting in bed and you're telling me you're doing yoga but I know what I'm doing so what I say you will feel that you need to do it and after the comments, they actually feel and they look better. Some mm. of them, they can even say, but if you look at me on the video and I'm like, oh, oh my God, you're doing it great. So online programs, do it, try it. But I urge to go to a proper studio and actually be there, be present mm. and do it. But yeah. 
I wonder if the ESCOM employees are just popping load shedding bubbles, balloons <laughs> in their umbrellas. Okay, I derail. Lara, you're calling us from Nortuk in Cape Town. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, Lara. Hi, I've loved listening to you talking this morning about yoga. I just wanted to share my experience. I, I think I started it about three years ago. Three, Yeah, just about three years ago, my... My brother sadly took his life and um, and committed suicide, and I I just needed something to fill a, a spiritual void in my life. Although I didn't think of it like that at the time, um, my father had also died two years before of cancer, and my grandmother so I'd experienced lots of death and trauma. And although I exercised a lot and I I did you know a lot of running and quite competitive running and gym, I needed something more spiritual. And I must say, I found a, a yoga studio in, in Nurtuk, and I often used to go into the classes, and I'd just cry. It was such a relief. And I love the mantra, at leave judgment at the door. Don't judge yourself. Don't worry about if you don't get the pose perfect. Mm. You know, just, just breathe, and wherever you find yourself is where your body needs to be right now. And that, you know, as I'm a perfectionist and I always <laughs> aim to get everything perfect. And that was just such a weight off my shoulders. And it really, I, I still do it. I absolutely love yoga. It's not just about the, the physical. It's about mind, body, and soul. And it really lifts me up. And I often, I suppose I'm, I'm quite strong and I don't share my tears and my heartache mm-hmm. with many people. But when, I, when I'm on my yoga mat, that's my safe, my yeah. safe space. You know, and your your yeah. conversation just touched me so much today. I mm-hmm. think it's only when you go through the darkness and you feel that you need something else, and and yoga just really uplifts you and and speaks to my soul and my spirit. So mm-hmm. that's really what I wanted to say. You, you know, Laura, I, I wanted to ask you what was it about the environment that you felt provided such a safe space for you? Because, you know, often when we're, when, when we're vulnerable, we need to feel like we're in a space that allows us to actually be vulnerable. It's interesting because I didn't, I was new to it. I just had this calling that I needed to go. I didn't know anyone else in the class. Mm. And, and I, yet I felt comfortable to cry. And, and it was, you know, there was no talking aloud in the class. It's a quiet space. I think, and I, I think that that was also what was so profound is life is so busy and it's constant chaos and talking and telephone calls and WhatsApps and messages and this was just a safe, quiet space mm. where people just left you to be as you wanted to be. Um, and I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. It was almost like an out of body spiritual experience. I just felt safe. Did you find no it challenging? Did you find it challenging as somebody who's used to high intensity, intensive activity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, completely. It was very hard for me because I always felt that unless you 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 know you're sweating profusely, you're not doing any form of exercise. So I was very hard on myself. You know, unless you sweat, then you know you can't call yoga exercise because mm-hmm. you're not sweating. But I find that after doing yoga, I'm stiff for days, even without, you know, the sweating. And for me, I think it was very important because it's a change of mindset. It's a huge, um, it's a huge shift internally and in your mind. Um, yeah, it's, it's really taught me so much. And I think I'm a better person for it. 
And I'd recommend it to anyone that's going through life's challenges or a hard time or, you know, just dedicate that self to yourself a few times a week. Take that mm. hour or 45 minutes and it's just, it's magic. It's like therapy. For me, it's like my therapy. All right. Laura, thank you so much for uh, for calling in there and for sharing that with us. Uh, Bafikil, I don't know if, you, if there's anything you want to add to what Laura is saying. Yes, I would like to add on, there's two guys that were bodybuilders. Mm. And when they came to class, they came with the bodybuilding mind. Mm. They were sweating, the floor was wet, and I'm like, don't. Don't put physicality in it. Mm. Put your mind and just calm down. Let it, let the let the body take you through. And right now they are yogis. They bought meds. They follow me wherever I go. Dominic must be listening right now. He mm. is my yeah, so I it it is therapy. And I mean Melanie here, she came to my class judging herself. Buffy, hi, I'm new and this I'm like, Okay. Mm. Don't don't worry. Follow follow through. I'll guide you through it. She did her first headstand. Wow. Melanie, do do you want to get behind the microphone quickly? Melanie is busy recording here and you can, you'll be our testimonial for the day, you know. Uh, We're running an infomercial here. Just get behind the microphone. Yeah, that one uh, should be fine. Tell us a bit more about your experience when you started yoga. Well, um, hi to everyone in every SAFM and listener. Wow, I was going through a lot in the past six months. Of this year, it has been very challenging, mind-boggling, and I was going through an operation last year in twenty twenty-one, where I needed to get a polyp removal, and I had a marina inserted inside of me, and without even knowing, the first operation went successfully well, and then a few months down the line it dislocated and I had to go back to theater. So I didn't even know how to calm my nerves and that became stressful and then I developed anxiety. And not knowing what I should do, who to talk to, I decided that I'm going to join a gym. But doing the physical activities was not enough. I needed to calm my spirit down, Mm. my nerves down. And I met Sis Bafikile and I had very low self-esteem. I had very low self-confidence at that time. And I took it upon myself that for the rest of 2022, I'm just going to focus on myself, rebuild my strength, rebuild my self-esteem, rebuild my self-confidence. And through Bafikile, she has shaped me into a better woman and to be a better individual for myself and how I look at myself and Mm -hmm. how I perceive myself. And with that being said, I've been progressive. I've been much more happier. My complexion is back. You are glowing, I'm glowing. You don't look like somebody who has been facing drama going through the most over the last six months. I wish you could see her. I recommend anyone who's going through a lot right now to consider yoga, to make it part of their Mm -hmm. lifestyle and their the fitness well-being and you will be thankful for you for choosing. Were, were you physically active? Did you do any sport before you decided to join yoga? Um, Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Yes, when I was in high school, I used to play uh, hockey. I was an active um, f- uh, 
health freak and my late father or the late uh, Thomas Marichache was the former assistant Bafana Bafana coach. Obviously, I grew up in a family where there's sports people. And with that being said, you know, I forgot that, you know, taking care of yourself comes first. Putting mm. yourself first, putting your health and your well-being first comes first. So with that being said, I'm really grateful. What did you find to be the most challenging for you when you first started? <sighs> Calming the mind down, breathing. Mm because yoga is all about breathing, connecting the breath to the mind. And we often forget that. It's not just about the movement, it's not about the physicality around that. So it's about connecting the breath to the mind and you absolutely forget about the issues that you may be currently having. All right. Thank you so much for sharing Thank that experience you. with us. And of course, she's uh, she's taking pictures of what has happened. So we just <laughs> kind of hijacked her, put her behind the microphone. I want to go to the uh, WhatsApp line, the messages that we're getting through. Studuzo Gambili says, I did yoga for 10 years in New York and I recommend it for all people. Mm-hmm. And like you, I did Bikram once and never went back. Uh, he says uh, yoga helps you to look in. We're going to take a quick break. When we continue, I'm back with your voice note questions. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, we're talking about wellness for our health feature today. We're in conversation with Bafiki Lesidibe. She is a choreographer, a choreographer, dancer, and also a yoga instructor. And she's been telling us more about her journey with yoga. Let me take some of the WhatsApp voice note questions that you have for her. Good morning, Kathy. Good to hear your voice on the radio again. I haven't listened to your program for a while. Uh, my question is... Um, why is it there a perception that yoga is only for females? How do we break the stereotype around that? Alpha Terrace, bye bye. Um, I get that a lot. Guys just peep in because they look at us, two minutes we are sleeping. Two minutes our legs are open and that's called happy baby and that works on your hips. So I always call them to say no, it's not a female um exercise. Come in, experience it. And they won't even last five minutes because a plank of yoga, chaturanga, is not the same as a plank with the functional training. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm also trying so hard to break the perception. Um, The the classes that I teach, believe it or not, I've got 80% men. And, and you know, the, the, the other unfortunate thing is that oftentimes, oftentimes people who do yoga are seen as being soft emotionally, you know, like, oh... Yeah, you know, it's she, like so tiny. Oh no, she needs to. You know, they want to think it's a skinny. People who are skinny would do it. Mm. Fat people look at me and they're like, okay, we'll pass. So it's not about that at mm. all, at all. Mm. All right, let me take more voice notes. Hi, Kathy. This is Carol from Howick. Um, What a wonderful person uh, you have. I've only just tuned in, really. So I haven't, I haven't, I'm so sorry I got, got her name, but lovely guest you have there and so very um, informed and knowledgeable. I'd also like to run something past you both. How does yoga as a spiritual meditative practice, how does it align with Buddhism? I've 
You know, I've I've done yoga in my younger life. I'm 73, but I'm thinking, believe it or not, of taking it up again simply because of the need for some sort of exercise and not breaking my neck <laughs> at my age, but doing something that will give me calmness and peace and um, meditation is part of it. And it, it must be very similar to various Buddhist practices. Thank you so much for, uh, for reading this. Yes, uh, I agree with you. Um, it is similar, although I'm not I'm knowledgeable too much about Buddhism, but I've read about it. And I know the Buddhists also believe in the universe. They believe in sending your message throughout the universe and the universe supports you, just like um, in the alchemist. Palo Kulo, I quote, says the same thing. So also in yoga, we say breathe into the universe and one person out there will hear you. Mm. So that's the similarity there. Breathing is, is, is a thing that comes almost naturally to all of us, but there's a way that it is spoken about in yoga that suggests that there's a technique, that there is a finesse that we can apply to breathing that can yes. um, better our lives. Talk to me a bit more about that. So normally you would breathe through your nose and you breathe out through your nose. This is a normal breath. Driving mm. in the office. With yoga, we have the ujjayi breath. The ujjayi breath is more like an oceanic sound that comes out through your throat. So um, if I'm going to do it now, so you breathe in through your nose. You breathe out through your nose. That sends like vibrations in your muscles, vibrations in your head, in your mind. So all the nerves that are blocked up there when you breathe into the Ujjahi breath, those vibrations runs up in your head to calm you down. It's like playing like a drum. You know the heartbeat when you listen to music, you listen to the heart, to the drum, the beat that comes to your heart. So the Ujjahi breath, actually, it kind of melts down all the tensions in your body. So that's the difference between your normal breath and the yoga breath. Okay, so so there's a lot of Ujjahi breaths that are taken As during yoga, yoga then. Yes, so yeah. it's not a... So there... Mm. That's like, you, you're still thinking, am I doing it right? When is she finishing? What time is it? Um, so when you go into a breath of infinite, it's like it never stops. It does sound a bit, a bit musical, doesn't it? Yeah. Let me go to Ruby <laughs> in Middleburg. Morning, Ruby. Hello, Kunjani. Yeah, Mm. You know, the thing I love about yoga, I do a lot of energy, you know, clearing energy. Ruby, Ruby I'm going to ask you to move around a little bit. I can't hear you. Oh. Okay, let me move. Is that sounding better? It's sounding much better, yes. Hello, Ruby? No? Hi, Ruby. Hello. All right. I, I think let's try and, and get Ruby up on, on, on a better line. Um, uh, as 
I certainly do want to hear what uh, she has to say. Just some of the messages that you've been sending through. Uh, chapter 2 says, Good morning, Kathy. The soul has a way of healing itself. Silencing the mind is a problem. A strong mind inherits a long life with the love for nature, the depths of medica- meditation and the love for yoga. Cleansing the mind and body at once are the powers of yoga. That's a message there from chapter 2. Uh, somebody else says, Hi, Kathy. I started doing yoga when I was 22 and stopped and started a few times. My last stint was Bikram yoga but had to stop due to very bad menopause and hot flushes. I can no longer do long distance walking because of of a very bad back. Your guest has inspired me uh, to start again. Lovely show. Thank you for that. Uh, Hi, Kathy. My partner is a yoga person. I love it for her. But the costs, these lifestyles are tricky to the pocket. Uh, Bafigile sounds like she's gone through the most. Where can we join? I say, but uh, I say we, but I mean my partner. And is it affordable? (laughs) That's from Champ in Polokwane. Bafigile. Um, Champ, uh, I do online classes because you are far in Polokwane. I would love to do workshops there one day. Maybe your partner will come. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can yeah get me on Bafigile on Instagram, Bafigile Fitness Lab. You can, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring give my numbers. Maybe, yes, I can give you my numbers. I do online um, yoga classes. So you most welcome to join the classes. And should I give the number now? What we'll do is that we'll, yeah. we'll give out the details just before we wrap up the That's show. Okay. okay. So if if you want those details, just grab a pen yes. and, and paper in the meantime. Rubin Middleburg, I understand you're back up on the line. Good morning. Is it clearer now? Yes, much better. Yeah, and I did a little bit of breathing as well. <laughs> <laughs> and popping balloons. <laughs> no, I was saying I do a lot of energy work on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, just clearing your body, mind, you know, what they call the energy field, which we all have around us. And I incorporate a lot of yoga into that, but my focus is mostly on releasing energy, you know, around reflexology. Mm. But the thing I love about the yoga poses, because I'm so much close to nature and children, children are always doing yoga. They easily squat the baby pose, you watch babies and toddlers, they're always doing yoga and all we have to do as adults is just learn from our children mm. the way they sit naturally because they actually showing us how they were naturally positioning themselves when they were in their first home, their first home, which is their mother's womb. Wow. So a lot of the positions they get from remembering how they used to position themselves. Mm. Head down, which is a natural headstand when they're in their mother's womb. So they're always getting enough blood going to the brain. We've lost that because we're always standing, sitting in chairs, mm. which is the worst thing to do. So we have to learn to squat. You know, even the rural areas, this thing of going to toilet, sitting on seats, we should be squatting. We should be giving birth in the squatting position. It's our natural default position. So I love what you you know that you're talking about this because it's just natural. R- Ruby, if, if 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 some of us have to squat for longer than a minute, 
uh, you know, it, it might not work. I mean, I'm thinking about somebody giving birth in a squatting position. And I'm like, <laughs> how long will will that poor person have to hold that squat for? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Kathy, I'm talking to you. I'm in my garden and I'm squatting, talking to you. Wow. It comes so naturally. And I'm 64. Mm. I've been doing it so long. It's my. It's it's natural. I can't stand sitting in chairs that long. Mm. Mm. So I think we just have to get out of that habit, and especially at early childhood and primary school, let's not put our children in chairs all the time. Get them on the floor. Get them squatting because children naturally squat. You watch children in the playground; they just yes, that's sit true. In their squatting position, that's and true. we yeah. spoil their whole muscle tension putting them in chairs. Oh wow! Very interesting uh, yeah. point. So okay, think of yoga as just a natural movement for human beings. Mm. Look at the swan pose, the swan, the way animals move. A lot of those poses in yoga are coming from animals. All right. Bafikile also wants to add something uh, with you, Ruby. Um, okay, yeah, Ruby. Yeah. I like the way you say um, it, most movements come from children. I always always say to my the members in the classes that become a child again, mm. take out your adultness. Become a child. Play, walk, mm. fall, love. You know, you're on the floor. What 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 what's the worst can happen when you're on the floor? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Take mm. your take. Don't put your children in shoes all the time. I'm in my garden. I don't have shoes. It's winter, but the yard's fine. Let's not get so comfortable in shoes all the time. We're, we were naturally always barefoot in ancient times until somebody came and told us, no, people in Africa are barefoot. Yeah, but we were barefoot and healthy. All right. Ruby, thanks for that. Uh, Ruby out in Middleburg there. Let me take one or two voice notes, and then I'm going to give uh, Dumile Nyaya a chance to come on to tell us more about uh, the work that they're doing at the Itumileng Wellness Solutions. I would like to find out in regards to uh, this yoga. I heard that uh, she might be contracted with uh, Besmet in relation to the medical aid. So I wanted to understand if there are other medical aids that would like to utilize her services. How do we go about contacting her? Or how do we go about initiating the meeting with her? I think this is a good thing. Uh, that the clients can access, benefit that they can access. Just find out for me, how do we reach her? How do we organize such things? All right. Well, there's certainly a lot of interest out there for um, the kind of work that you are doing. Bafikile, let me invite Dumile Nyai. She's the director of the Itumeleng Wellness Solutions. That's where uh, Bafikile is based. So maybe you can tell us more about how people get in touch with your organization. Um, afternoon, Sis Kathy. It's a great opportunity to be here. Um, as you have s- introduced me already, my name is Dumelinga from Itumelang Wellness Solutions, and we've got our master yoga and Pilates trainer here, Bafiki Lesidibe. Um, our wellness uh, service offering, we do health talks, we do for the corporates, and with one of the biggest clients being BestMed, which uh, we have your ESCOMs as well within different power stations there. And if people are interested in getting our offerings, I mean, we do virtual classes as well, as she has already advised. And it's different sessions, not only yoga or Pilates, but a whole lot of cycling, uh, kick, classes, shape, you mentioned them. 
We do nutri we advise on nutrition as well. Uh, we're able to do programs as well, training programs as well as eating programs. And we do the EAP system as well, where we do employee awareness uh, at the corporates as well. So where we work with different uh, professionals, your doctors, your psychologists, your counselors as well, dietitians as well. So we'll basically be running the whole EAP system. So it's actually a great idea uh, we've been looking uh, towards getting more medical aids and uh, other than best med, but they have given us a great opportunity to actually um, spread our wings. So basically, basically, this can be as an offering that is added within the medical aid. And then the employees who are within those medical aids can enjoy those benefits. Then the medical aid then is the one that would pay the service provider so our facebook facebook page is itumeleng wellness solutions and our numbers are 076-997-1241 and or 072-295-5887 and our website is www.itumelengwellnesssolutions.co.za www.e2wellnesssolutions.co.za. Thank you. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for that to me. Do you also do yoga to me? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do I think you are lying about this? I am more of a pumping kind of a person. But I mean, as the director, I've even said to the team, you know what, we need to now make sure that we master this thing. Because this master trainer, when she's not available, and ESCOM is phoning us and they're saying, we want Bafikile. We, we need to be in a position whereby we are able to do so. So I do cycling, I do aqua aerobics. So I'm also teaching people how to swim as well. So oh, kick fantastic. a whole lot of it. But like I need to really sign up for this yeah. oh, wow. yoga offering that I offer. <laughs> Thank you. I, I must say, guys, you know, I, I wish you were in studio with me because if you saw these ladies and just how much their skin is glowing, you would sign up for something today. You, you would definitely feel like, OK, I can't be left out of whatever, whatever they're having. You, you want to have some of <laughs> some of it. We've come to the end of our show. Bafikile, we're going to have to uh, leave it there for today. I think the contact details have been given out. Thank you so much for coming out. Really great to see you guys supporting each other in this way. You know, I think everybody just wanted to make sure that they were here uh, and, 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 and making sure that the interview went well for Bafikile. So that's where we leave it for today. Certainly hope that we've given you something else, something new to explore when it comes to uh, ensuring that you are wealthy, healthy, Healthy and wealthy, but more of a mental wellness that we're talking about, not monetary wealth that we are always talking about. All right, that's why I leave it for the talking point for today. Up next is the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. Uh, Sakina, have you have you tried yoga, Sakina? What has been your experience? <laughs> do 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 you have regular uh, fitness activities that you commit to, Sakina? <clears throat> not putting you on the spot or anything like that. Stop it, Kathy. Stop it. <laughs> but you know, I'm inspired by what I heard. And, and and when you said about their skins and how they're glowing, as you say, whatever they're having, perhaps I should be having some of as well. Look, if you see them, you will be signing up today. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Kathy.